Welcome to episode 32 of the Pod at the End of the Universe. I'm Corn Operated Chris. I'm Go Forgivey. I'm the Silver Fox. I think I'm Strike Master Ellis. <laughs> you think? You I think? think so, yeah. I don't record much anymore. So, That's right. You know, That's I forget. right. Forget. You're almost How becoming like a guest star. Yes. You were here last time. Special guest star. A special You're, guest yeah, star. Yeah, oh, yeah, like was. the TV yeah. show. Special guest return. star. That's right. Last time was your return. Yeah. You fucking idiot. <laughs> All right, we, you gotta you gotta earn that explicit. Yeah, right. As far as our host, we just want to say, please come and spend money here. Uh, we're at Craven Comics. We're at Craven Comics here at the Coventry Mall, and it's the human uh, fund. we need you to please come and spend money and buy comics. If you want, you, if you want your local shop to stay in business, come and buy stuff. It's that simple. Yes, I can't do it alone, people. <laughs> She's fine. Am I not? She's She's like, yeah, we're not talking about how much money I spent on books last week. Yeah, that was crazy. Did, did you see I'm the like, picture of her stack? Yeah, I saw that. I wasn't sure if that that was one. I week. thought maybe wow. you were, that was one week. I thought you missed a week or two. Yeah, no, or that, that was you had, one like week. bought trades or something. No, that was one week. And that, that was, was just no trades. I haven't had a stack like this that since the, like my the, Golden Eagle days. Yeah, the swamp thing was the, the thickest book I had. Yeah, when I would work full time in the summers, and I would get my books there and get show up on a Wednesday morning right as you guys were like raising the gate. Yeah, I was one of the was, first idiots oh, there. Here. <laughs> yeah, I guess it, it was. Oh my god, this fifty bucks! It wow, zoinks! Well, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. if you up that, it won't even be an issue. Yeah, that's no, right. No, Come no, on, I say I am not alone in this, people. Get up! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need help. Get in here and spend money on books. Yes, Good guys. At the Coventry Mall. In Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Pottstown. Pottstown. Yes. Yeah. Don't go to Pottsville. I can edit that out. Uh, that's cold no, country. No, yeah, it's cold country. Very, that's way up there. Very conservative yes. town yes. that has a radio station. That you can I, also go to Upland uh, Square. Oh, I, yeah. I accidentally got into an argument on Facebook with somebody from Pottsville. So, yeah. It, it's a very conservative place. Very. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's just a very dead town. Dead. It's on fire underneath in places. It, well, it's just... It was weird. I went uh, once... We uh, for I think a bowling tournament or something. I'm like, all right, let me go get something to eat. So I'm, I'm like, no. all right, I'm not that far. Let me go downtown. <laughs> no, nobody walking. It was just, nobody walking around. Nothing. Like no place weeds. to go. I, I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what to do. I applied for like I ate in McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you think leave. it's a small town that like they'd have like good homegrown food and it's like no, no. just all no, you everything's leave. closed. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why that's what you do. You leave. Yeah, basically. No offense to our many listeners in Pottsville. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, if you left, that's <laughs> <laughs> true. They moved here. That's yeah, true. right. Yeah. I applied for a, a radio job there and got an interview. And oh. when I walked in, it was the weirdest thing because like I. Like, the door wasn't locked. Like, the door was ajar to, like, a radio station. When is the door not a door? When it's ajar. It's pretty good. But it was just weird, because you think, because of the sound, they have the doors locked, so people can't just walk in and be like, hey, I'm on the the radio. Like, there there were two recording rooms. One was upstairs, one was downstairs. And, like, when you... You could just walk in the front door. There's, like, a little hallway. It almost looked like an old school... And, like, one of the rooms was right when you walk in. I'm like, aren't, couldn't they just hear, like, passerby in the traffic? When the traffic? Uh, what traffic? I guess. Right. <laughs> yeah, there is that. Say, the entire town no, was like in the radio station, closes. probably. <laughs> a door that closes. That makes Boyertown look like a, strolling, like a sprawling metropolis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 
Well, I'll never get my one Bortan friend. has different problems. Yes, yeah. it was. I went to my friend uh, where she's from. She's from a place called Everett. Oh, yeah. Which is like halfway between here and Pittsburgh. And oh, I'm thinking Washington. They, referred, right. they, they referred to going to Pottstown as going to the city. <laughs> I went, I'm sorry, that Becca lived in the city. The city. Oh, I went, I'm, you live in Pottstown. And she goes, yeah, but they consider it the city. And I went there, and I thought Boyertown was backwards as hell. Mm-mm. Wow. Yeah. Well, last thing, uh, Pottstown isn't even technically a city. It's a borough. <laughs> it's not even city level Right. But they consider Pottstown so big, it was the city. What do they I think was, Reading is? We, yeah. I'm living Metropolis. in Metropolis. I'm living in Metropolis. We're like in New York. New York. Yeah, yeah we're like in New York. <laughs> New, York is fictional. Say New York is fictional, obviously. Pretzel City, baby. Oh. Yeah, it was It was the most... It was Boyertown like 50 years ago. Like that wow. supposed to get, I was like, wow, okay. Well, should we get into our should weekly we roundup? Right. So who watched the Super Bowl... No. This is going somewhere. It's related oh, to comics. I watched okay. this movie. Yes. All right, well, here's why I asked. I, there I, was, was I watched it. I was at a party. And we won. Yeah. Well, it has nothing Fuck to do with you. <laughs> I don't care. Solo, a Star Wars story, had a trailer oh. during the Super Bowl. So did you either watch yes. it during the Super Bowl or online? No, I saw Some the Marvel one. Why do you watch? Why would you have to watch the Super Bowl? You don't. That? Just, you go on YouTube five seconds later sense. and it's on okay. there. You won't have. What to I said made sense. I've <laughs> seen it live. Yeah, that was. I saw the Infinity War one. I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw, saw that the too. Infinity that was good. War, I've also seen the uh, yeah the the Han Solo one looked pretty. Uh, Orlando Calrissian. He looks fantastic. Does he? he does. What What do we think? Like. Like, did they reveal too much in the trailer? Do you feel like everything looks okay? Is it too much? Is it too much of what you expect it should be? Is it? Is it not what you want? What do you think of the solo trailer so far? Well, it was kind of surprised me that he was applying for a job with the freaking Empire. Yeah, that makes him seem more of a scoundrel a little bit. I mean, he is a scoundrel. I mean, that's a yeah. scam. But yeah, then again, scam. if you don't know, if at that point they didn't really know what the Empire was truly. Yeah, I think a lot. Of, yeah, that's that's probably right. You probably don't know what you're getting into. You know, it's like I, I, I admit I haven't. Seen or it. if you're in from, again, or like. he's from a place called Pottsville and he just needs an effing job and he wants to get the hell out of there. That's right. Cool helmets. I read that the Millennium Falcon looks very different. Well, new. It, yeah, it's yeah. Oh, it looks new. Okay. Yeah. It had a little bing. It was shiny. It doesn't oh, okay. look beat the hell. Beat the hell up. Beat the hell. Everybody's favorite Corellian freighter. It doesn't have the uh, the secret compartments yet. Does he make them? Uh, the smuggling what? compartments, right? No, I'm trying to think. Of, in the, I'm trying to think in the preview. Do they make it seem like it's a it's, it's like a ship of the empires? Like, does he get it from them, or does he get it? No, he, I know he wins it in like it's taking the gambling, right? Yeah, like, from Lando, yeah, right? He wins it from Lando, Buzz Lando, part of the empire. Oh. The I think Chewie was at the end too. Chewie was there. Too. I mean, they did have a Lando comic book, but I'm assuming this. Oh, Daenerys not is in it. With that, but it could. I mean, it's the. You know, it, they, did I see Daenerys? Yeah, she's in it. Okay, I was just like, is she gonna ride a dragon? <laughs> she plays like a not a not a flame of his, but almost like a business partner, from what I read. Mm. Because we don't know yet. We don't know. Yeah. According to some things, wasn't he married before he? Yes. Yeah, that was, that was very controversial. Marvel, it was either was it just the Star Wars one where she's like, I'm his wife. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. A lot of fans got worked up about that. I thought that was. It's cool. I yeah. Know. yeah. Maybe they'll have it that she's his ex. Ended up her Maybe. and Leia had a back and forth. They they sort of grudgingly respected each other kind of thing. Uh, it was, okay. It was pretty good. 
It was in like the first three volumes. Of it, so yeah, and when Jason Aaron was right. Mm-hmm. Marvel's doing Marvel Comics is doing Thrawn stuff now. I just saw that. Yeah, yeah. So I was interested with that. I'm like, is that so? Is that not? Is that final? That's the first venture into that's where Dark yes. Horse started Post. with it. Post New Hope, yeah, Return of the Jedi, all that stuff. So I'm wondering, are they creating their own new Thrawn, or are they going like they're retaining some of the Dark Horse stuff? I don't know. I, I didn't pick it up. I was looking at I, it, and I'm like, that's I don't know. when I I figured I would just get in trade. It's a yeah. six issue mini. That's why yeah. it's yeah. like it's like perfectly made for yeah. trade. Which that's is, what, when which I saw it was. Point. Yeah, it's when I saw it was a six. I was like, I'm just gonna yeah. get that. Yeah, trade you then. can tell. Obviously, they're setting it up for just to resell it over and over and over again. So yeah, I don't know. They've been doing a good job with that. They've been releasing epic collections and everything with all the old stuff. That's yeah, all the Dark Horse stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, poor Dark Horse. <laughs> yeah. Everything is getting pulled from them, and Marvel's taking it all. Yep. Yeah, it was Conan, right? Disney. That was the most other recent thing. Yeah, and now yeah. they might take, what is it, uh, Aliens and Buffy oh, and Oh, my else. God. Well, if Mike was technically, they would be like, with you know, Fox. <laughs> they would all be with Fox, technically. Yeah, they're screwed then. Oh, no. Well, I feel a little screwed, if you ask me, if, when I watched the trailer to Venom. I don't know about you guys. There was very, there was no Venom in that trailer. What do you think? I don't know why I'm approaching everything. I'm not a big Venom fan. Yeah, I was. Uh, I'm, a big, I'm a big Tom Hardy fan, and Tom Hardy is in it. Yeah. So. Did you see the trailer? Yeah. Is he no. supposed... Was, was Tom Hardy in it? You saw the trailer. Who is supposed yeah. to be Venom? Is it supposed to be Flash? Is it supposed to be... Flash. So he's Flash Thompson? Okay. That, uh, I'm a liar. Eddie Brock. He's Eddie Brock. I'm sorry. He's Eddie Brock. Venom as Flash Thompson, Thompson interests me more than especially Eddie Brock. with what happens to Flash yeah. eventually. Because Eddie's a turd. Eddie's as a character, he's a he's not a good yeah, he's person. He's not likable. No. So I guess they're going to try to make him a little bit likable. Yeah, we're like yeah. Flash was a he was a high school bully, but then he wasn't, and then he was a hero, and then he was you know he's you a good. You won't be talking like this. How do you do it? He won't be talking like this. <laughs> Brian, at least he'll be hot. At least he'll be hot. We are Venom. I have one. I have one thing I saw. Hmm. Uh, Ned Leeds is returning from the dead after thirty years. Yeah, I saw that today. I I don't know how I feel about that because, like, I don't. I'm not a big like Ned Leeds fan. I don't think there are any of those. Yeah, but I mean, his death did mean something. That was during that whole like yeah. Hobgoblin mystery. I think yeah. that was a really great Spider-Man story. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just John Romita. Like, yep. but yeah, death meant something, and now it's. Was it Roger Stern yeah. was writing? Roger Stern was the writer, and yeah, then years later he stories. came back and you find out that Ned Leeds wasn't the original Hob- Hobgoblin, it was actually Roderick Kingsley, and That's since then right. Kingsley has been the Hobgoblin. Yeah. yeah. There was a good little like three or four issue miniseries, Hobgoblin miniseries. Yeah, it was called Hobgoblin Lives, I believe, right? Yeah, it was, uh-huh. it was pretty good. Yeah. That, that, I think it was caught up in some, a tie-in for some event. You know, is how they sold it, but it was good. Well, Ned Leeds' death is just because Roger Stern, I think, left Spider-Man, or they wanted... That had gone on for so long, that whole mystery, where it was like, people thought it was Flash Thompson, and there was even an issue uh, where, like, Flash is revealed to be the Hobgoblin, but it was just all a ruse. Oh, and they were like, all right, we just need to... Because it, it's, he appears in 238, and his identity isn't revealed until 289 after the... What was that? I don't... Uh, some... It was a war between Hammerhead... The Rose and the Hobgoblin. It was like a gang war. There was like a big Spider-Man story. Okay. And at the I end of that, that stuff. I didn't either. At the end of that, you find out that the Hobgoblin died like out of the country. He was killed, and like they uh, send Ned Leeds' body back to America. And it turns out even his was like a ruse. And years later, it was Kingsley all along. Jeez. If you don't see it, <laughs> if you don't see it on the convoluted, yeah. So he's been hiding all these years, or, or in the panel, as it were. Yeah. I guess. It, I don't know. He's, he's coming back in Amazing Spider Spider Man Annual Forty Two, which I guess they're adding the number in from the old Amazing Spider Man. 
Um, so I guess if you are lapsed on Spidey and you like that era, it might be something you want to pick up. I think it came out yesterday, didn't it? Oh, it already came out? I think it came out yesterday, yeah. Probably a four ninety nine to five ninety nine book, I'm assuming. I would assume at least, yeah. Yeah, those those uh, annuals can get pricey. What else you got? Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is in talks to play the Joker in the Todd Phillips slash um, Martin Scorsese's uh, standalone Joker movie. Mm-hmm. I forgot there was going to be a standalone Joker movie. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be kind of outside the continuity of the other movies. Somehow. Okay. Okay. Is this... I don't know. It's going to be to like me, a pretty like, 70s, like, he's just a criminal type of thing. Um, like Travis Bickle is the Joker. <laughs> I feel like they could make that movie without it being in the trappings of the Joker. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? They, they probably could. Yeah. I, I mean, I get it, obviously. I get it. They'll sell more tickets. Because yeah, he's like, yeah. skin with makeup or bleach skin or whatever. Well, and speaking of the Joker now, actor. I know you didn't like Gotham either. You and I both hated that show, but did you see that they're bringing that red-haired guy back now? And I think they're implying Jerome. that he is Jerome, yeah. yeah they're implying <laughs> that he is the Joker, like pre-Joker Joker. Yeah, I, I saw that and I was like, oh. Yeah, ugh, somebody shoot me. I just, I've said it before on the show, and I don't mean to sound... I just, I don't... While I like Muppet Babies, which is coming back, by the way, I don't like the babyfication of everything. And what I mean by that is, I don't think all of his villains need to... Like, Batman or any character, not all of them need to be tied into his own history. That, right. Like, it's hard to... Like, while I know it's a comic or a TV show, a sci-fi-based one, it's kind of hard to believe that every single villain is tied to him somehow personally, and then right. doesn't figure out that he's Batman when he gets older or anything. It's just yeah, weird. that is... Yeah, it's stupid. I would have rather have a show... Well, I thought Gotham was going to be more like GCPD the comic by like Ed Brubaker yeah. and stuff. That would have been great. Yes, it yes. was. Where Batman only appeared like like tangentially in those. Yes. Instead of this baby Batman. <laughs> Batman, the teenage years. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Where he should be away training and stuff. Saved yeah. by the Batman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a rumor that Michael Bay is in talks to direct a Lobo movie. I don't know if anyone saw that. I, the main oh, man. That I makes mean, me sick on so many levels. Initially, like, oh. Lobo was a cool idea because it was making fun of that, uh, you know, that kind that of stuff. That 90s era, Then it just yes. became it. Yeah, right. And now he's kind of the epitome of that type of movie. Too. Yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a match made in heaven, he's really. Like, it's so self-referential choosing him. I don't know. Yeah, I just, I don't think I'm going to be able to stomach that one. Meta, yeah. I guess is what. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to handle that one. Well, the good news, though, is that the screenwriter's name is Jason Fuchs. He said, what Keith Giffen and Alan Grant put together was something really unique, and hopefully we'll capture oh. some of that spirit in the movie. So that's like that over-the-top, like, goofy stuff. Yes, you right. Tell Santa Claus, and Santa Claus is like an alien from another world. That might work. <laughs> yeah. Just I mean, go totally over-the-top with it. Lobo's one of those characters, too, like, he doesn't... What, is he in Justice League right now? I know yes, he's Justice still out League there. International. But he's a character that he doesn't always have a series going, but you always have you always see people, and when you're at a comic shop, there's always somebody that's like a huge Lobo fan. Yes. But they had a Lobo series in the New 52, and people didn't like it because it was a newer Lobo, right? Yeah, it was Cullen Bunn. Uh, by the way, if you're interested in reading that Lobo, work your way down to Ollie's this weekend. They got that. <laughs> there you go. Oh, baby. Can get that was me like some Lobo. Metro, leaves to call him like metrosexual Lobo. I, I guess. He was still the main man. It, it turns out that the other Lobo wasn't what was it? he like? They made an excuse that the other Lobo was an, uh, an imposter, and he wasn't the real Lobo. That's right. It was. Whatever That's that right. race of characters is, he chops Zarnians. His head off and, yeah, Zarnians. He chops his head off in the first issue. Oh man, rough, rough crowd. Stan, Sakai, uh, Stan Sakai's long-running Usagi Ojimbo has been optioned for uh, for a TV series by the Guma Film Company. They sound like a big bean company. <laughs> 
<laughs> I never read a single issue of that. Oh, that's great. Is it? Yeah, it's like uh, it's set in like feudal Japan, and he's a ronin, I believe. Okay. Uh, like he's a, a, a samurai without a master, without a master. who's oh, kind of like not a not like Jonah Hex. He's not really a bounty hunter, but you can hire him as more like a bodyguard. Okay. It's good. It's good series. And he, uh, don't watch the Twenty Wonder Way, whatever ronin that Canna race was in. Wait, what? Oh. Oh, oh God, yeah, no. Well, this has nothing to do with that. This is a bunny. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> bunny wabbit. <laughs> yeah. And and it also I don't think has anything to do with Ronan by Frank Miller. No, from no, it doesn't. The mid to late eighties, yeah. Or that um, what is that? I guess it's not the same thing. I never. I'm not going to say it because that's not even the right thing. Well, Hawkeye, Hawkeye became Ronan. He was friend, friend of the no. turtles. He was. Yes, he's been in some Ninja Turtles episodes, so this won't be his first time on screen. It also hasn't been picked up yet. It's just it's an option. Isn't that the codename that Hawkeye used when he stopped being Hawkeye and he wore that black leather thing with the full mask? Ronan. Ronan wasn't he Ronan? So did he die as Ronan in the Avengers? The Simpsons? Was didn't he, he was Ronan? Yeah, when he, he was Ronan. He's like not like this. And not then, like this. <laughs> right. That's right. Yes. And the Scarlet Witch brought him back, but then a deaf woman became. Came Ronan and she started wearing the costume. Okay. That was during the Bendis, Bendis. run. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Why do you think they did that? Do you think they needed to attach the name Ronan to him to be like maybe people care about it? Then maybe. And at, I, at the end of his run, he brought back the Wasp. He brought back Hawkeye. He brought yeah, back all the people. Pretty much everybody. He assembled Put the toys he, back. Put yeah. The toys he assembled back what he's assembled. I did read that Hawkeye in the movie during the Infinity War thing is going to become another character. So whether he becomes Goliath or whether he becomes Ronan, this remains to be seen. Oh wow. Hmm. Well in, the, Renner, right? well, in the mm-hmm. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Ant-Man uh, grows, like yes. in the Giant-Mans, yes. essentially. Well, without the, the get-up. The, right. So it'd be interesting if, yeah, they gave that to somebody else. Yeah, because Hawkeye was Goliath for a couple years in the comic books, back in the late 70s. Yeah, okay. I didn't want to know that. Yeah. DC's live-action Titans cast their Doom Patrol leader, uh, so they have cast Dr. Niles Calder, a.k.a. the Chief. Uh, it's Narcos and bridge actor Bruno... Mm, yeah, uh, familiar. Yeah, anybody know Maybe that that's better, faith? you know? I, Bruno, uh, B-I-C-H-I-R. Bitcher. Watch that should be my last language, name, Brian Ellis. Bitcher. I can't get excited about any of this DC stuff until I know more about this streaming app. Like, what? Yeah, I don't know if it's going to cost anything, if it's free. Where do we free access it? Yeah, like, I don't. I just can't get excited about any of it. Is it going to be on Roku? It. Is it going to be on Amazon Prime? Right. Yeah, I don't know, but, I mean... It's kind of cool that they're including the Doom Patrol. Oh, hell yeah! I mean, it, it has the potential to be incredible. I'm I mean, just I, saying. I, I wonder if they're going to explain, because I think Garth's supposed to be in it, right? Are they going to make it like that Garth's original team was the Doom Patrol or something? Oh, Garfield. Um, Garfield, yes. yeah, not Garfield. Yes, he is in it. You're right. Garth was Aqualad. That's right, Garth is. Yeah. He's also Wayne's best friend. <laughs> Excellent! <laughs> Party time. The other news I have. Does anyone else have any news? I feel like I'm really dominating. No, I was remiss in my news gathering duties. The only thing I had was uh, the John Lewis announced a graphic novel called Run. Um, They had he had the March ones that were so popular. Three volumes. So I guess this one is his struggle to lead the student nonviolent coordinating committee. It's kind of sad that it just happened. And about nonviolent civil disobedience. What was the first one called? March. 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 Three That's right. volumes of it. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, that, the previous, the March, was, were really popular. So. Yeah, they sold well, too, from what I understand. Did you have any other news, Gibby? Well, except for we're going to go see Black Panther tomorrow. Yes, 7 oh, yes, p.m. Black Panther. Yes, very excited, very excited. So, I hear it's good. It's got, like, the best reviews of any movie ever made. <laughs> the tickets are selling like, ridiculous. Gangbusters, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got ours. Oh, I want to go see 
What's it? I got ours a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Was, is it sold out now? You guys are going Very to, much. not to give about your whereabouts, because it won't be up until this weekend anyways, but you're going to the Big D, I assume, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, we like the Big D. Yeah, we always go to the Big D. Well, were you going to say you're almost scared? <laughs> I'm almost scared that I should have bought tickets earlier, because like, I like going to that theater, too. Yeah, yeah. We went I think you'll be fine. Right. I think you'll be fine, Yeah, I think even the one weeks. where we, the, what, what was the last one that Kevin was going to come Thor? with us? Was it uh, Star Wars? Justice League. Just, or Justice League. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he was going to come with us and last minute, and I think Star Wars. Yeah, he was going to come see us last minute, and, and it wasn't. Well, yeah. But the talk about this one, though, is like people are like, tickets are selling out everywhere. Right. So I, I guess I shouldn't be scared. I'm not, I'm a, I'm a weak man, but I'm not that weak. I'm scared. <laughs> we'll be sure to make fun of you on Facebook if you can't get tickets. All right. I'll cry. <laughs> The other news I had is that DC revealed something pretty interesting. They revealed Uh-oh. that they're going to... Uh, nothing bad. Oh. <laughs> I don't think so. They, re- they revealed something called the Zoom and Ink lineups, which are essentially going to be aimed toward uh, grade school and middle school children, including Superman Smashes the Clan. It's a new, they're new imprints, and they're going to be comic imprints. So That's awesome. Right now, they have a lot of books that are aimed at younger readers. My son loves one they do called uh, Study Hall of Justice, hmm. uh, where it's like the kids like in... I think it's middle school. But... These are ones that are uh, the DC. Let me see here. The DC Ink one, which is geared, geared toward young adults. We're gonna have Gotham High, uh, Witches of East. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the, the person that's writing it. Batman Nightwalker, um, Under the Moon, a Catwoman tale, and Wonder Woman Tempest Toss. And then the uh, DC Zoom line, which is for middle grade uh, students. That uh, Batman Tales, Once Upon a Crime. There's Batman Overdrive. A lot of Batman in here. Black Canary, Ignite, Dear Justice League. Green Lantern Legacy, uh, Superman of Smallville, and then uh, Superman Smashes the Clan, which is by Jim Yang. Wow, getting political. You're getting a little political. That's awesome. Because, I mean, if the industry is going to survive, that's that's right there where it's going to start. Yeah, hopefully they sell well, because if they don't, like, it's investing a lot of time and money. A lot of the authors, too, are, like, you know, people that have written, like, youth novels and stuff, so they're getting people outside the comic industry. Right. Speaking of Superman, isn't his 1,000th issue coming out? It is. Yes. And Chris tried to get me interested, and I was like... In, uh... Getting a little two months or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I've never gotten a Superman ben, anything. Ben is a little expensive. That's Ben's first. Eight, uh, eight bucks, I think. It's like a fucking Sorry. winter special here. It's like your swamping winter special, right? Yeah, I just it's not a character that I can. I've never, I've never bought Superman on a regular basis. He's good. In, he's good in small doses. The most Superman, are, I mean, obviously, I the the two movies with you know with Henry yeah, movies with Henry Cavill, and of course, you know. But I'm talking in terms of the comic Reeves, books. But I've the never. Com- I mean, the, the closest thing to the comics is like the old cartoons. Yeah, yeah like the Max Fleischer cartoons. Yeah, those are great. I yeah, love yeah I loved those. And even the Tim Burton stuff, or not Tim Burton. Um, uh, the Superman animated Chris- universe. Oh yeah, uh, yeah Tim yeah, Green. Just Tim. Uh, first Sam. Tim. Thank you. Yes. Tim. Sam- that's okay. Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's just, but it's just one of those okay. things where I've never been that. I said Pottsville earlier. <laughs> Have an easier name, Bruce Tim. Sometimes you got to get out and push. You know what I mean? You just got to get out and push. <laughs> I ain't getting any younger. I, mean, I always say it's like the hamsters on the wheel. And that's your brain going. My hamster falls off and passes <laughs> out a lot. <laughs> I mean, I've read that's a seizure. I've read some <laughs> Superman stuff, and I've read a lot of the alternate universe things mm-hmm. and yeah, there's great you know I've, yeah oh yeah I really liked uh, All-Star Superman yes that's great Grant Morrison Frank Quiley right great yeah. so there's some good stuff yeah, yeah. you got your Superman man uh, whatever happened to the man yeah, tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow. You got, tomorrow. for me like mm-hmm. a, I'm just 11. not a, well I'm not a huge superhero person 
if you think about like all the stuff I get, I don't get a huge amount of superheroes. I have a huge amount of respect for the character because without that character, oh, we yeah. would have none of this. Absolutely, it's not that I hate Superman. It's just yeah. I'm not. I, I like the fact that he exists. I don't go specifically seeking him out. Right. I've read a lot of Superman stuff. It's, mm. it's good. There's a lot that's probably not worth reading, like you know the old action comics, are, like where he's uh, yeah. the racist covers and stuff. <laughs> I like, focus on that. I like every Superboy because of the Legion. I always loved Supergirl. But then, if you know a lot about Superboy, that is a lot of the character, right? Some of his best stories are Superboy. I bring it up. I brought this up before that Legion of Superheroes story where they. Uh, there's a character that shows him how his parents die, and it freaks him out so much that he goes back to spend time with them. That's like, right. That's still Kal El. I, I would say yeah. that counts. Oh yeah. Right. I have no opinion to her <laughs> She's Switzerland. I have absolutely no opinions because I have never read any of it. Yeah, yeah. Superman, Red Sun. You probably read that. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where he lands yeah. in Russia. I that's Mark Millar. Yeah, I, I can tell stuff. you, I literally have never read a Superman comic. Wow. I mean, the the people, the guys that grew up with them when they got comic books, it was all mostly Marvel. Yeah, because they're it's like any other comic book when they're he's written well, it's it's fine. Yeah, you know, it's just yeah. like or they got Batman. Yeah, it was Batman, either, Bat- right? it was was either Batman DC, or, yeah. or Marvel. It really wasn't Superman. None. I can't think of anybody, any guys that I grew up with that were, that were Superman. Superman. Yeah, Batman, I yes. Batman, and then if you're going with my mom, my mom, who's, I can blame everything on my mother, she liked Batman. She wasn't a Superman. She wasn't a Superman Man. girl. Right. <laughs> Sorry, this is anything. Yeah. <laughs> Super gal. She yeah, she was not a super gal. fan. Superman Yeah, she, she's a bat fan, but she's not a super fan. Did you cover your news? That is all my news. Nobody else? No. Going once? Going twice? No. Why, why don't we step into the preview? All right. We have some previews to review. It was a bit of a light month. Yeah. Month, but I, I kind of forgot that it came out. Items. <laughs> I mean, I still cuddled I, it. I still snuggled it and gave it little kisses. I, the oh, catalog. Okay. I for Valentine. I had a whopping three things, which... That's two more than I had. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was bad for me. It was one ongoing and two not a graphic novels. All right, what do you got? On page 198, I have decided to pull the trigger and get it. Oh, you are. Um, I From Image... Uh, comics, I'm getting analog. It looks super duper Gary interesting. Dugan? Yes, yes, does, yeah, story, Gary, Jerry, Jerry Dugan? Oh, Jerry Dugan, sorry. Gary Dugan? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> he just pointed out it says anal. Oh, boy. Um, so. <laughs> That's why you're doing that. I'm like, yeah. what the hell? Yes. Yeah. I was trying to ignore him, but I can't. Because <laughs> it's funny. It's anal. Um, <laughs> But the, the art and cover A is David O'Sullivan and Jordi Belair. And then cover B is Declan Shelby. But it looked very interesting. It was basically like, the, you know, the internet and everything is destroyed in five years. In, in a the world future. Yeah. where the internet is destroyed. So basically then you have in the people utopia. delivering things. Yeah. <laughs> so like this, this actually, this cover was very interesting with like the shadowy, with the guy with the blood yeah. dripping down the, the, the metal suitcase. So I forget. Just, can you order? Can is the image let you order specific covers or no? Uh, either one. I'm fine with both of them. I was like, I, I like Declan Shalvey a lot. So yeah. Yeah. See, it's they're both very cool. So I was like, but it looked really good. Quinny's hands smell like pork chops. At least I think they did. I shoved my fingers. <laughs> yeah, in I smelled them. He fingered a pork chop. <laughs> um, and then, I do it at least once a week. <laughs> 
And then on page uh, 369 from my favorite 451 Media Group, I'm getting Red Dog, the complete graphic novel. That was like a show, wasn't it? Oh, no, I'm thinking of Red... Dawn? No, something on BBC. It was a spaceship. Uh, uh, Dwarf. Dwarf. Yeah, Yeah, that sci-fi show. Yeah, no, this one... Basically, it's a kid that's. Years it's basically <laughs> a kid that lives on you know, on another planet by himself, and he he loses his. He has a dog, and like the dog's his only friend, basically, and the dog gets left out, and he goes to find the dog. Okay. It's. It's about a boy and a dog. It's about a boy and his dog. The classic tale. Aww. Yeah, classic tale. <laughs> the tale is old as time. Tale is old as. And then. On page 474, I'm going to get the uh, Grim Fairy Tale Steampunk. Oh, very cool. They're somewhat of a local company. They, uh, that's Zenoscope, right? Oh, that could uh, be yes. our first Zenoscope yes, on, the, on this podcast. They're out of the Philadelphia area. Yes, they're and I actually... Really? really? Mm-hmm. I've gotten a couple things here and there with their steampunk stuff, so I like the cover. We used to have a guest star on the old podcast named Justin, and that is his thing. He would get, like, the way we are with Valiant, the way I am and he is with Valiant, he, he would get, like, everything that they put out. Yeah. Yeah, so that was actually very, very interesting. They always have great artists. The stories might not always be there, yeah, but the so, artwork is Yeah, Venice that's the thing. Is, I was like, the artwork, and I like steampunk, so I was like, you know. Yeah. And that's so going to come back really later good. today, too, right? Because of that comic you're yes. doing. Yes. Okay. So, does anybody want to look up page numbers or anything? I guess I'll steal the one that everybody is... <laughs> Except least, for me. Th- yeah, three of the four of us are getting the... I'm not going to get the story. I'm waiting for the trade. <laughs> oh, you want the... Yes. Yeah, I'm waiting for the oh, trade uh, because... Oh, yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. It's only a... It's a, it's a mini. Yeah. It's a mini, so I was like... Are you like, getting the Sherlock Frankenstein trade? No, I already have that one. Oh, okay. In the individuals. That was mini. And that was... I mean, that was fine, but That I was also was like, Sherlock just, and Frankenstein. Yeah, I was like... But I was like, that one, I was... Why did I do this? I'll just get the freaking trade. So that's what I thought about the entire time. So, well, this is the one that we're referring to is page fifty in the new catalog. It's Black Hammer: Age of Doom, and uh, it's by the original team. It's Jeff Lemire and Dean Ormston, and it is described as an ongoing. Okay. And so this isn't a minute. going on no. my pull. It's, I will get or, it. Picking up immediately where we left off, Lucy Whipper has become the new Black Hammer, and right as she's about to reveal to our heroes how they got stuck on the farm and can escape, she vanishes! Now, our new Black Hammer finds herself trapped in a gritty world filled with punk rock detectives, emo gods, anthropomorphic humans, absurdist heroes, and many more weirdos in a mad world in which there is no escape. In a world which is full of weirdos. And anthropomorphic humans. The bartender's hot. I'm already in. I'm like in the art here, and they've got like this crazy. How would you describe? Like somebody from the Ramones, maybe? That looks like Joey Ramone as a yeah, zombie. Yeah, it's like yes. Joey Ramone as a zombie. Yeah, I'm totally in. Gabby Gabby Haley. That was it for me. Next. <laughs> okay. So. Well, I hope your previous is smelling like pork chops here after I do. <laughs> So for me, uh, in the Marvel previews on page five. There's Captain America number 700, Mark Wade, and, well, Chris Somney, and then I think there's a, there's like a backup or something. That's not a Jeff, uh, sorry, is that a, that's not a Lifefield uh, bearing, is it? That looks like uh, Jim Lee. That's Jim Lee. That's Jim Lee. Remastered, so they own it, and, you know. Then there's a Steranko one, same deal. I I would probably just get the, the 
Chroma. I love the way he draws the thing uh, and the Hulk. I love Kersomni's art, so I'm definitely getting that. It's six dollars, and it's the Ooh. out of time conclusion Ooh. for Cap. <laughs> it's number seven hundred. They're looking for a money grab. <laughs> well, they grabbed my money. And there that story just started this week. I just picked up the... Yeah, so it's not that long. So you can just kind of get get rolling. It looks like it's only three issues. That's that's pretty rare nowadays to have a three-issue story arc. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing for me was... I don't know what page it's on in Boom, but it's a Wild's End graphic novel. It's volume three, Journey's End, by mm. Dan Abnett and uh, the artist... Um, is it the same artist from the other series? Yeah, it's the same artist. I can't think of his he name. He did a great Vertigo series, too. Um, I love it. Uh, I.J. Colbert? Yes, I.J. Colbert. Uh, it's the end of the anthropomorphic animals that were the aliens invaded the Earth, and specifically uh, the UK. He's he's in Boundless. He's he's boundlessly feeling it. I thought I smelled fish. <laughs> um, but it's the end of the story. I, it looks like they're not going... Uh, issue back. to issue, so they're just doing a trade. What were those animals up to? They were trying to solve a crime, was it? Well, there, or? Was, there were a- these weird alien robot yeah. thingies that oh. come out of town. Yeah, and there was a detective, I believe. Oh, yeah, no, or he, he was... came in yes. to town, and then then it's the like second three twelve yeah. three twelve for our and listeners. Then the, in the second one, the military comes in All and right. puts the town under. You know, military rule. That's what it was. I remember you guys yeah, reviewing yeah. that on the old podcast. And the robots were really creepy aliens, too. I, yeah, it's like, they almost looked like lampposts on top, and then they yeah. had these long tentacle you know, things. Uh, and then the other one for me was Hawkeye, Kate Bishop, trade paperback. It's the last of Kelly Thompson's run. Um, that's in the Marvel previews as well. But it, I've liked that story. If mm. you like Kate Bishop, it... Sort of goes back the similar style all the way back to the in writing, all the way back to um, when Matt Fraction was doing it. So. Did she die at the end? I don't know. Oh. I guess you'll have to buy it and find out. Okay. Or borrow it from me. There we go. I like that better. So that's of the new stuff. That's pretty much what I had. Okay. It was it was a bit of a light. Uh, yeah, it was a very stuff. light month for previews. I, I was just quickly looking over previews here, and, and Go for Gibby pointed out something uh, for me earlier. The Tick on page three ninety six. So uh, they, the New England Comics is publishing a new Tick, which I've been wow. getting. But underneath that, there's a shirt that says the Tick Society in the front, and on the back, in huge letters, it says "Very Secret." It's just very on the nose, very Tick-like. <laughs> yes. Nice. So I like that a lot. <laughs> That's cool. Um, <laughs> other things I've seen just flipping through this. I want to continue getting the Green Hornet by Amy Chu and uh, Jermaine. Or I Jermaine. thought we all decided we were waiting for the trade. You know, I said that, and then the, there was a really cool Mike uh, McCone cover <laughs> yeah. uh, that I liked. I'm probably going to get that cover because Dynamite, you can order the specific ones. Oh, cool. And I asked Chris and Vicky to get me that cover. You know, speaking of which, I was so disappointed. Uh, Mighty Crusaders number three came out yesterday, and I ordered the Jimenez cover. And didn't they go? They sent him cover A and cover B. They cut. They sent him everything but cover C, which was the menace cover. I was heartbroken. I went home and cried a little bit, and then I threw up in my mouth. But um, I've moved oh, on. That's what happens. So when that, when that happens, <laughs> if that happens again, you can keep that part of the story. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll do. We'll do. I'm just. Um, he cried and he scored or he eat an ice cream. Why? It was actually guacamole and chips. It was an no. obscene amount of guacamole. That's not good. That's high in cholesterol. Man. I know. What? I thought guacamole was supposed to be like healthy. Food. Uh, it avocado, is, but, any, but yeah, anything it, in excess is not good. Correct. 
Even hummus, if you don't get the right kind. Oh my god, it's very fattening. Yeah. yeah, I know. And I eat a lot of hummus. It's also gross. Well, it's not as good. It's, oh, like, no. it's a healthier dip than the alternative. The olive tamale. Your olive of goods oh. and your other no, bull shit from the grocery store. <laughs> no, it's gross. It's delicious. You start a show where I just complain about food dips. I, um, I like it when I eat like Turkish food. Uh, mm. when it's, it's a good mix for that. But that other like than that, I, I don't usually just snap on dill. it at home. Oh, I do. It was like Greek yogurt and dill. Oh, garlic. that's delicious. I've had that, yes. Holy shit, that was good. The other thing I wanted to point out, it's another Dynamite, uh, uh, 346, Centipede Volume 1. I yeah. got like, the first two issues. I was interested in that, because you had reviewed the first one, and I liked yeah. it, and I just never pulled the trigger before. It was really good, and then I didn't add it to my poll, because I forgot, and then you know I missed all the issues. It was a really Jeez. good series. Yeah. Yeah, that is my fault, right. and I'm going to pay for it, because I have to pay more for a trade, because it's 20 bucks for five issues. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was looking at. I was like, it's a bit of an expensive trade. Yeah, Which one know. were you reviewing of the Atari books? Sword Quest? Oh, yes, that's Sword what it was. All right, all right. And that seemed Which, good, too. It was good, and then it, it didn't quite have like a real finish, like a finale. Uh, it had like a... Was it a mini? season two, but it's uh-huh. like, but it was a miniseries, so I was confused. Uh-huh. I was like, I wanted a little more. Yeah. I enjoyed it, though. I enjoy, I enjoy that guy's art, I, and I enjoyed the story, but I was just a little confused with how... It just kind of ended. That happens a lot with Dynamite, I feel. like they, It feels like they're supposed to be ongoings, and they just end. Right? It could just be, at a certain point, they just... Give up. They have to pull uh, the plug when it's not making making Any money. money. Yeah. It's not pulling... The, so they keep, That's why they always restart like Green Hornet and Shadow yeah. and all that. They constantly, because of that number one thing. But then you get in that cycle where you never end. Yeah. I guess I, that's what Marvel got in. Yeah. And it seems like Dynamite's following because the one thing they were highlighting that we talked about on the show before is they were going to re, uh, reprint the old Atari Force comic that had been on circulation. I saw while, that. And they still haven't done that. I know. Well, that they, was announced years ago. It's like when Marvel thought they had the rights to uh, Miracle Man and Marvel Man, and then like it didn't come out for like 10 years yeah, after that. That's right. Well, they did actually, um, I don't know, maybe it was last month, but they did uh, put in for the old Sword Quest stuff. That you know, and that was just actually a reprint of what. That's a resolicit of something that I actually already bought. That wasn't even a comic series technically. That was with the three sword, the three sword quest games. You got a mini comic with it, like the Atari Force, and it was a reprint of those. And because the fourth one never came out, sure, those were good. They actually were. Uh, uh, the okay. art. The art. Like and here's the problem with Garcia it. It's, it's a story without a finish because the fourth game never came out. So the, it was supposed to end in the fourth fourth issue. The game wasn't released. The comic was never released. All there is is like artwork by Perez. So like the story doesn't have an end. Oh, uh, shit. Well, that's a problem. It was good from what I read, though. I read well, it. I guess that makes sense then, huh? Yeah. The, yeah. That Sword Quest, the miniseries, didn't have an end. It just kind of. That's yeah. true. Maybe it was supposed to be like that now that I think about it. Yeah. I want an ending. What about your needs? Yeah, man. Yeah. So are you getting like stuff from cuddled. Boundless then? I'm not going to get anything from Boundless. I decided it's probably not a good idea. Um, what? I, I, I already scratch and sniff. I bought them out of their stock. It's, it's what happened. What did you do? I bought them out of their stock. Oh, uh, yeah. The Boundless. Say, if you were wondering what Brian's fish comment was, it was those pages. <laughs> yeah, wow. That were horrible. Ugly. So I turned to the wrong so page. So I turned the wrong page here when you told me it was three ninety six. I went to three ninety five, and there actually is. The more I look at it, I might get this from my son. It's this adver- advertisement for Castronauts. It's just Aww. a little cute comic about cats. I don't know. I might get it for him. That's nice. too nice. 
I don't really have anything else. I didn't get a chance to look at uh, DC. I will say I'm very interested in this. I like uh, the artwork by Jamie S. Rich here at Archer Co. And I know that he did another series. The first one, it was like a Comixology exclusive that went to hardcover. Uh, so um, I'm very interested to see what happens with Archer Co. Because it looks cool, the artwork. Cool. Yeah. I think he's like a... I think he's an he's editor a, for some I think he's a Vertigo okay. editor. It's weird to think he's a Vertigo editor, but he, I guess he won't get like the same amount of like rights or money from it. So he, there has to be a reason he goes through Oni to publish this. Zuckerberg, maybe. Does this does this show where the fuck is? What's that? What the fuck the are you talking about? The final order cutoff. Does it oh. show on the catalog where the fuck is? Uh, let me see. I'm sure it does. Say, what the fuck are you talking about? Where the fuck is the fuck? Is it maybe on that that? Remember how we used to make fun of you on the old podcast because you were the sure, only person that, pulling that away from you? at the store that like pulled out that thing you know where you're supposed to write in. Yes. You, maybe what that. did you call the bu- the booklet that I? Used? <laughs> Antiquated. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that, is okay. that the word? I, didn't, I was trying to get you to say <laughs> this one. Yeah, there's a thing that full due date February 18th. Yeah. That's soon. What is today? And today stuff? we are today's recording this on the 15th. 15th. All right, so we got to talk to Vicky on the way out. I sent an email while you all were talking. Oh, oh my good God. for you. Because I can multitask. I'm female. Look at that. Hear you roar. Hey. It's <laughs> our fault. <laughs> That's right. Yes. We got the Y chromosome. Well, they actually do say that men can only think about certain things in chronological order. I saw that and I was like, well, it makes a lot of sense. I suppose. Why do I not, if we can only think of things in chronological order, why do I love non. Wait, yeah, why is it? Why do I hear this, this thunder and this clapping? raining, I think. Because it's raining. It's raining in your brain. It might be. I did take some hostage on the way here. (laughs) Shall we begin some reviews here? We'll talk after. Okay. Brian, dive in. I'll dive in. Dive in with your favorite character. One one of your favorites. This is a book that I shit-mouthed. If you go back several episodes, I did. And And what did I say? I was disappointed by the I was disappointed by the um, creative team. I was disappointed by her costume. I was disappointed by the interior art. But then I bought it. I bought it off the shelf, and I fell in love with this book. I haven't been happy. Let me just preface by saying nobody cares. But let me just preface. I'm right. I haven't been happy with anything that Marvel has been doing with the X Men for a long time. Now, now, even that one that we all got into by Charles Soule. Uh, astonishing was it? Astonishing X Men. Well, Astoni- well Astonishing X Men is going on right now. Extraordinary X Men was Lemire. It was that uh, might Wolverine have been. and the X Men. I like Jason the one that was amazing. I love that. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Uncanny that was Avengers. Avengers. I guess. I guess it was like four or five years. Ago. Yeah. You and I were happy for about five minutes with. Uh, was it amazing? amazing? Amazing. Yes, with Ed McGuinness. North Star was in it. Firestar was in it. Nightcrawler came back. Nightcrawler yes. came back. They went to heaven. Yeah, that yeah, was good. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they it's been a long too. time oh, since yes. I've been. So was that Bendis? Yeah, they went to hell on fire. Uh, lit up everybody on fire. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. We begin with a young mutant child who's asleep in her bed. Her name is Heather, and people are breaking in her door, coming for her. It's like right out of Frankenstein. I mean, the villagers and the tortures—they're coming. And Jean is in her head, and she's like, "Heather, they're coming! Run now out the window!" So little Heather in her jammies, like, is crawling out the window into the rain. And here you have your villagers. And what's really jarring is her mother. Her own mother is one of them, and she's pointing a gun at her, and she says, "Abomination!" Bang, bang, and everybody just starts, you know, shooting at her with these, you know, rifles and and pistols. And there's Jean, and she has a teak field up, and it's like thud, 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 thud. 
Like, the bullets are hitting her teak field, which is awesome. The artist is Mahmoud Asrar, who I've liked for a long time. Thank you, yes. Mahmoud Asrar. He, he kills it in this issue. He really does. There's certain panels where I'm not thrilled with Jean's face, but other than that, that I can totally get past only, it. I've seen complaints online, and I agree. Yeah. There's, costume like, is this is a little weird. weird. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, the costume's weird, too. Can I say the costume's a little strange. What is it? It's fugly. Sorry. Yeah, no, the costume is a little strange. It's fugly. But... One of my favorite new characters is in this. Is it the Honey Badger? Yeah. Now tell me about Honey Badger. I know nothing about that, her. That's from the all new X, uh, <laughs> all new Wolverine. Uh, okay. With uh, Wolverine, I'm is she sorry. a product of the Weapon it's X a, program? It's sort of. Honey yes. Badger? Sort of. She's cloned like from video. the clone. Mm-hmm. So well, as we know from multiplicity, that will not work out. There were mutations. She's gonna just really like pizza and her thing. Lisp. She has a different kind of claw. Yeah. And also, she doesn't feel pain. Oh, so they they can she can kind of be used as a weapon almost, or like a shield, or you know, uh, or like a damn you know, um, the the tank. Oh, that's <laughs> as cool. It were. Yeah, yeah, I knew nothing about her. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good book, which Tom Taylor also writes. So maybe that's why he used uh, put he her on the team. For, okay, yeah. so they save the girl. Jean has them all protected in like a force field bubble and then Kurt bamps them out of there. And it's so cool the way they bamp, and all of a sudden she's staring into the mouth of a shark. And she's like, whoa! And then it turns out that they are several thousand feet down. They are in one of Namor's bases. And uh, this is basically the team now that she's put together. There's several mutants on here that I I don't know who Trinary is. I don't know who Gentle is. Yeah, a whole bunch of characters that I'm... So anyway, uh, and she calls it Cerebro. Not Cerebro, Uh, get it? Cerebro. Because it's underwater. (laughs) The only thing I wanted, I, like water stuff. I just wanted to edit. We had said it was Bendis that did Amazing X Men. Bendis was doing the all new X Men. It was Jason and Jason Aaron, Aaron did the Amazing, which was the second title. That's the picture that Brian and I saw. We were at Comic Con at the X Men panel, and they and were he real, and I yeah, just basically beat each cover. other's like going, "Oh my we god!" Shit, because you, North Star and Firestar were in it. You just know that um, McGinnis <laughs> made like a thousand bucks off it. Oh Whoever god, yeah. This original art. Oh my god, yeah. Then we go back. So. So Jean saves the little girl, and then they, they introduce you to the team and Cerebro. Then we go back two months in time, and this poor woman is in her car, and, and she's getting carjacked, and they pulled her out of the car, and her little baby Toby is in the back seat, Aww. and Toby is a very powerful mutant. He's like Jack-Jack, then? He's like <laughs> Jack-Jack. And yeah. feel, I feel on edge Which reading this Which speaking of, did you see that preview yes. for that? Yes, this page. And that's brilliant. Yeah, the new trailer's out the for Incredibles 2. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it looks in, yeah, it looks incredible. Yes. Um, so the baby starts screaming, and the car, like, explodes. And these, these the carjackers are in the front seat, and then you've got Wolverine and Honey Badger, and they're coming up on the car, and... I'm sorry. I'm confused with Victoria laughed the entire time. Now we're we'll explain then what she's. So, <laughs> do you not give? <laughs> Wolverine puts her hand over the baby's mouth, and she thinks she's got a screaming under control. And then he opens up his trap, and her hand is vaporized down to the adamantium bones. Ooh. Kind of crazy. And then, it, like, it rips the whole roof of the car off. They go flying up into the air. And then Jean shows up, and Jean, like, telepathically gets in the baby's brain and calms him down, and, you know, I won't let anyone hurt you. It's just such a neat moment, you know, for those of us that love the old Jean. To and see this her. is the old Jean. Yeah, this, this is not the young Jean. Like Correct. Yeah, the, uh, this is the that old Phoenix Jean. miniseries that I had reviewed yeah. got her back. Basically. She basically tells, she tells the Phoenix, don't go away, man, just go away. She's like, I can't be what you need me to be. 
well, I'm ending this relationship. And it leaves. Yeah. It basically I mean, leaves. That could have been probably three issues instead of five, but right. I enjoyed it. So did I enjoyed I. it. This, then it, it just gets so cool. So, like, what she decides to do, she flies all over the... So now, and, you know, Jean is watching... Now, keep in mind, Jean's been gone for a long time. And and she's watching all of the anti-mutant rhetoric that is on, you know, television, and she can't believe what's become of the world. So she flies up in, into the sky, and she's like, I want to help you, world, but I don't know how to help you. I've been gone too long. So then she goes to Turkey and Pakistan and East Timor and Wakanda, and she gathers this whole room full of artists, scientists, psychologists, doctors, mathematicians, authors, historians, educators, engineers, humanitarians, activists, leaders, Nobel Peace Prize winners. She said, you all have once-in-a-generation minds, and she reaches out and she reads all of their minds. And in so doing, she's able to formulate a plan for the future of a, pu a peaceful coexistence uh, between mutants and humans on Earth. And she said the problem with Charles Xavier's dream was that he only believed that mutants deserved peaceful coexistence if they also acted as superheroes and were putting their lives on the line. And if they were invisible when they weren't doing that. Which mutants is a should good be, point. Right. Mutants should be seen and not heard. She's like, no. She's like, that's bullshit. She's like, we need to be as much a part of society as everybody else. Yes. Then this is my favorite this scene. This is like third wave mutinism. Except yeah, third right. Wave feminism. Exactly. <laughs> like, Magneto was wrong. Yeah. So, basically, this is my favorite scene where she calls out to, to Kurt, and Kurt's Nightcrawler's like, where are you? She's like, follow me, fo you know, follow my mind. So, she, he teleports out to the edge of this cliff, and she telepathically lets him in on her vision, you know, for the future. And he says, it's a he's crying. Kurt is very religious, very spiritual. He's like, it's a beautiful idea. Thank you for sharing it with me. You're going to upset a lot of people. And she says, I know. He says, you'll need protection. And she says, probably... And then she basically says to him, she, she calls him the heart of the X-Men. She said, I could use a friend and the soul of the soul, and the soul of the X-Men beside me. And I just thought that was awesome because Kurt, Kurt can't mix in with people. Yeah. Like, Gene looks like a normal human being. Scott, if he puts on his glasses, looks like a normal human. You know, Colossus, if he goes flesh form. But Kurt is a mutant out and out. Like, he can't hide from what he is. That, you know, that's, that's him. So I thought that was so awesome that she called him the soul of the X-Men. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. Especially since he looks like a devil. He looks like a devil, exactly. Could have been a whole world of people like him if the, the artist from Legion had left uh, DC. Or Dave Cockrum. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Then, woof. Uh, <laughs> now, whoa. now we know why he liked Yeah. Uh, you me whoa. <laughs> my holy speedos, Batman. I was showing you why he liked the book. The true reason. There's a point where he's like, why are you showing that to me? He's <laughs> not at that part. Yeah, that was a good so she goes to Namor because, and you're not entirely clear. First, you think that she just wants him to be part of the team, like he was years ago. Remember the Utopia? He was a member of the Utopia team, and um, she's like, so then, then where she's at the United Nations, and basically she's trying to get the United Nations to treat mutants as basically their own sovereign country. And the Prime Minister, um, or no, the representative from from the UK, you know, is arguing with her, and she says that. Um, how does she word that? She says, if you're going to treat us as a group, then you have to you have to let us speak as one. You have to let us speak as a group, even though we're from all over the world. And they go back and forth, but basically she gets Namor to recognize her, and she gets the representative from Wakanda to recognize her. It's not T'Challa, it's somebody that he sent. And, and you think the meeting goes very well, 
And to an extent it does. Then she's outside afterwards talking to the woman from Britain. And you realize that this woman from Britain is evil and she's been possessed by somebody. And all of a sudden she goes, ah! And Jean reaches out and goes, no! And the woman's head explodes. Uh, so everyone thinks she killed her? Yeah, because everybody is standing around with the cameras from the UN and like her headless body falls to the ground. And then they shoot at her, and Namor, like, all of a sudden, he's like Princess Diana of Femisira. He's, like, <laughs> flying in front with his bracelets, like, blocking the bullets. Wolverine chops the the, uh, the weapons apart. Nightcrawler teleports them out of there. Well, you find out Shades of Grant Morrison, Cassandra Nova, is still alive. And she has her own version of what's going to happen to the future of mutant kind. I actually like that, because part of Grant Morrison's thing was that... Of course, mutants aren't all going to look like Jean and Cyclops and stuff. So it's kind of bringing the villain right back with. The she idea. was the twin, right? She was the unborn Xavier. twin of Xavier, and she like hid in his mind for years. That was during the very early Dan Cassidy, Joss Whedon, when Joss Whedon was writing the X Men. Yeah. But this is really cool because between this and Astonishing X Men, uh, they they brought back some villains that are really good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I love her as the villain for this book. So now she's standing there kind of dumbfounded. She had this big plan. She got the whole world involved, and now everybody thinks that she is a murderer. <laughs> and then this cover looks great. Oh, I know. Yeah. Look at that. Look at Nightcrawler. Amazing. Who did the artwork for that? The same person who did this one? No, this oh. one is... It says really Travis it? Charles. Oh, Charist. I think it's Travis Charist. Oh, Charist. I'm sorry. Like that, yeah. Um, it's hard to see. But yeah. I immediately added this book to my poll. Jeremy added this for so me. Now you have what? That and Astonishing? You have two X-Men? No, no? I, dropped, oh. I dropped Astonishing a while ago. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't get into it. It moved too slow. It just wasn't uh, going anywhere. Well, now it's starting to move. Is it? Oh, well. <laughs> Who the hell wants to go next? I'll go. All right. Mix I'm it up. doing a Legendary, and that's D-E-R-R-Y, not Dairy. Yeah. So when you put it in, if you try to type it anywhere, it always tells you it's spelled wrong. No, it's, yeah. Is this um, the Bill Willingham thing? Well, he didn't. I don't or, believe he wrote this. No, this that was, is Red Sonia. Well, no, because uh, did, you, did you not? That was uh, you didn't read the legendary series that predated this, I guess. This was a mini series where it was like all the all the dynamite. Green yeah, Hornet. Reviewed um, it before. Uh, yeah, not no, a, I don't think I did. I think that, that was the old podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah wasn't it? In the yeah. Past. yeah, no, I don't think I did that one. But this one is written by Mark and Drake. And Yay! Mark. We love Mark. Yeah, so Mark and Draco, and then art is by Igor Lima, who, fantastic. Yeah, the art's yeah, beautiful. Of course, the cover is Joe Benitez. Yay, so, your favorite. Is, it's a win-win for you. Yeah, so I was like, woohoo, it's a cover, so I was yeah. going to get it no matter why. Cause Not quite a boundless cover, but, you know, <laughs> no, boundless no. light. She's got a <laughs> She's pretty covered. Yeah, she's got that covered up with a long cloth. She just cloth. has, yeah. I mean... Yeah, say so, well no, because she, she has popping. pants on. Yeah, probably. that's true. She just yeah. popping. Yeah, that's yeah, the difference. She has, she has pants. pants she on. has boobs. Do you think her nipples would chafe with those metal scales? Like yeah. that would be awful. Yeah, that I I have to look at these outfits going. No, no. Like, what are they? She's got to have a padding in there. I'm there sure there to there separate. There has to be a, a lining. Because like she's you, riding a horse. Well, I mean, even runners that with the, like that. Uh, what is it? The Under Armour like that starts mm-hmm. to chafe after. Yeah. Well, like the these are very usable costumes. Right. The X Men Red, you know, for the yes. women, yes. Jean Grey, definitely. Well, that's one of the reasons why I, my favorite character is Firestorm because she's always Firestorm, yeah, suit, Firestorm because piece. she's just all, Firestar's from here down to there. You Very know, simple. It's not. I mean, yes, she has boobs and she yeah. curves and everything, but it's not all 
here. I have this, and it's down to here, and it's up to... That, oh, was, like, that was early, mid-90s, where it was like, whoo! Yo, Practically, yeah. her costume makes no sense, because, like, chainmail's supposed to stop, like, swords and arrows and things. Like, if you're going to have it anywhere, you should have it on, like, your whole chest so that you don't get killed. Like, it doesn't well, really... she's that good, see? She's yeah. that good. She's that she good. She has it on the important part. That's yeah, right. She she's want to showing off. Them. Look, I worked at these abs. You're going to see them. That's right. If I had those apps, everybody would be looking at mine, too. So, mm. Mine are just very well padded and hidden away. <laughs> mine are, mine are, <laughs> we'll go with that. Mine are hidden <laughs> a little bit lately, too. Yeah, yeah. mine. Last, and know, mine. Several I keep, years. <laughs> I keep mine shielded and, 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 uh, and under wraps, shall we yeah. say. <laughs> All right, so what's going on here? Yeah. But you see uh, Red Sonia going boom, and she's, and she's playing cards... Drinking beer. And drinking. And basically, this guy's like, you're cheating. I have an ace, so you can't have all those aces. And she's like, I'm going to say that you're cheating from a card you have hidden in your belt. And he's like, no, I don't. You're calling me a liar. I'm not a liar. And and a cheat. And basically, she, with you know, zips his pants. Yes, she just takes that sword and goes, whoop. Wow. And then you see a whole card of... You know, uh, the whole deck of cards come out. And she goes, a liar and a cheat. And she goes, a handsome reward from whoever bring me the red-haired bitch's head. So basically, he's a jackass. I see. So then, basically, that she's saying, yeah, it is really yeah, good. It's yeah. really good. I, never heard, I, I never heard it. I know I Dynamite gets a lot of new artists. Yeah. yeah. They're getting some pretty really good, good new artists. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's great years. art. I mean, I, I normally I'm used to... He does great cover, and then on yeah, the and then crappy on the inside, yeah, but, or mediocre, not crappy, yeah. but yeah. She's another character though that has recently been plagued with a bunch of restarts. Like after the Gail Simone run, they restarted it again with I want to say Amy Chu. Yeah, and then they restarted again with Marguerite Bennett like six months later. Yeah, they did. Yeah. At least this is a miniseries. But yeah. outside of that, so she has an entire bar of guys going after her of now. She does, and. Um, it's very steampunky, and you see a, a, a hooded figure, cloaked figure, clocking her with, with like a uh, steampunky. So this is Red Sonia, not in her normal this time is period. In that it's right, yeah. right, right. Okay. Yeah. So this one, yeah. So she's basically raiding our guys for, for her, to them to bring her ship to um, a bridge, and she'd meet them. She goes to the bridge. The ship comes over. They're shooting at her. She jumps down onto her, uh, onto her ship. She comes in as they're still shooting at her, and you see a girl have like a device in her hand, and she's like, basically, you only have one chance at this. So you're going, "What are you waiting for? Dive!" And the girl goes in after her, throws the device, and kind of like a big magnet, and goes, and then pulls, and she she's then with getting pulled down with the. The sub, and um, I hope she can hold her breath for a while. Yeah. yeah so uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. then Red Sonia puts on a like the old tiny. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> scuba like scuba dive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, then she goes and she she's like crap because she realizes somebody's out there. So they she goes out to get the girl. They do like a, a rocket launcher <laughs> at the ship. I think if rocket launchers can work in steampunk, I guess, right? It, I mean, oh if robots can work, robots, yeah. sorry. Robots. Oh, I was to say, your language. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you see the foam work 
explodes, but they she gets the girl and then takes her in. And of course, oh, for all the men, I see. gives her mouth to mouth. Oh, but that's you know, medical. She's not kissing her. She's giving her mouth to mouth. That's Frenchie. I think they're into yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty much Frenchie. Oh, then you I see the girl basically choking, <laughs> and <laughs> she's trying to be a badass and get find out who the girl is and why she did that. And <laughs> her, her first mate and stuff are like, she needs, she needs to, we need to warm her up, and we need to give her some warm, you know, <laughs> a warm something to drink. And... <laughs> Drunk, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, probably. Baby, it's cold outside. He's a horn dog. <laughs> but you basically find out that her father's a basically one bad guy, guy that's like a mob boss type of a guy uh, who's run runs part of the city, and she fell in love with a rival. That old, thing. yeah. It's basically oh, a Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, um, yes. But her, but his so father's like this weird ass <laughs> witch doctor dude. Yeah, I don't know who Ooh. that is. Yeah, so that's, hey, if that's where the comic ends, what is all this? Is this all previews? This is. Um, they usually have an interview with one. Yeah, of the yeah. This that seems like a lot, though. So what it shows the legendary, the steampunk adventure. This is Bill Willingham. That's, yes, that's yes, what it is. I actually sent you so a they, link. So if you wanted oh. to buy it or whatever. So they show that. It was good, from what I remember. Good. They show. More There's a great picture of Batman. Who drew that? Wow. Well, they they, mm-hmm. they are doing their version of the crossover. Right oh now. yeah, this is the yeah, Shadow and this gotcha. is, yeah, this is Shadow and Batman. And then James Bond. Gene Simmons. Simmons. Like, Please Gene buy Simmons. my things. I don't here's have enough the, money. <laughs> yeah, here's the cover. I do like that. They're pretty much the only company that does that. They yeah. show you all the other That's covers. True. Yeah, I yeah. see like how like so that was in your all face. Of it. But yeah, I'm, I'm I like the story and then yeah. the art's great. The I art, was yeah, very yeah. Surprisingly surprised. It's gorgeous. It's it very yeah. pleasantly surprised. We're not saying we didn't think he wouldn't be good, but that I you know Dynamite doesn't usually get exactly. the top artists because they can't afford well, it. Well, for but. me also with my favorite artists on the cover only, it's usually yeah, for the next thing inside. Well, man, so. Joe Benitez did something for Vertigo or Wildstorm a couple years ago. I'm going to try to find it because uh, apparently he did some work for them too. Well, he did, he did he the covers for Legendary as well, so the original one. Yeah, mm. that's why they look so nice. Yes, he does steampunk. Hmm. Very very well. Let's say he was made for it. Yes, pretty much. I would like to talk about an eight dollar book that I purchased last week. Swamp Thing Winter Special. Almost a little trade. Yeah, it's almost yeah. A little they trade. actually do have um, regular. It looks like what? I guess it's, uh, it's glue. Yeah, it's it's glue, not stapled. It has oh. it actually has a print like it's printed on the side of what it is. You can put it on your bookshelf. <laughs> it's like a mini trade. Yeah. The only thing I hate about glue sometimes is if it's if it's like the cheap glue, the you can lose the pages. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there are some Marvel trades like the Ultimate ones, especially that were really poorly like printed or or, or manufactured. Because I remember those would just fall apart. Any of those mm. I would buy. I don't know why. That's not fun. But this was a pretty good story. Uh, there was two stories in it. One is by Tom King with art by the great Jason Fabick, who I was just reading some of his detective run when John uh, when Layman was on, and that was mm. good stuff too. Uh, but I love his artwork. And the backup story was a story that was written by Len Weans, and he uh, I guess he did his own. Um, I don't know if it was. It wasn't that he did his own lettering. I guess it's just he. He outlined it and wrote most of it, but he yeah. didn't like do. He didn't write the actual and dialogue. This was his yet. last ever story. Yes, right. just the big hook. Yeah, and Kelly Jones did the artwork. Who well, I, I like Kelly Jones, but I think I'm the only one here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he just looks. He looks too hulkish. This one thing. I don't yeah. Like yeah, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't 
great. I like him when he's planty. Yeah, and more that, planty. I mean, that particularly, I didn't like that channel. I don't yeah, know. He's, he looks it's like he's taking a shit. <laughs> yes, but uh, you know <laughs> what? This one. Yeah. I'm sure it would have been a fine story. It's just we'll never know because then we passed away. It was. It's actually very sad because they um they, they include the text they actually and from like what he sent to Tom uh, not Tom Mandrake excuse me Kelly Jones, and at the end of it he says this is a, um swamp. What does it say here? Still midway steep in water. Even swamp things impress. Leave me a room for next issue. Leave me room for a next issue blurb. And we're off and running. See you in a month. And then he died. Like that's kind of mm. sad. I'm not sure if they kept that in there for a reason. I just want to mention that the first thing I said was an $8 book. That's a little expensive. I don't know. I bought it just because it was one thing. I enjoyed it, but now, Faith, or sorry, go forgive me, you ordered it as well. Yes. The price point didn't, like, that didn't steer you away. You just were interested. No, I, I, I wanted to kind of see how I felt about Swamp Thing, mm-hmm. and I knew this would be probably a good. Jumping on point. Jumping on point. Like, at least to see, like, a good thing for me to look at and see if I enjoy, and if I would, it'd be interested to go back and get the other stuff. You should go back and get the Alan Moore stuff. Alan Moore. The one I've decided I'm going to. Rick Veitch. Rick Veitch, yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's Mark Millar did a short stint on it, I think, Mm -hmm. with Morrison. I'm probably going to start with Moore. Yeah, it's classic. That's the classic. But this story is pretty, uh, it's a pretty simple story in the fact that, like, you don't need to have read any Swamp Thing stuff before. Exactly. I think it is kind of, like, Tom King's very good at invoking, like, the best parts of, like, uh, a character's history or the way they're written, I, f- I feel like. Like, I think, I well, Alan Moore probably wouldn't be proud of this because he distances himself from all his work and all that, but I feel if he was able to look at this without such a hatred for DC, he'd probably say it was in the vein of, like, his style of storytelling. Yeah. Swamp Thing's the main character, but, like, there's a twist at the end, and it doesn't have to do all the superheroes or, tra- you know, traditional storytelling. It's, like... But, essentially, it's, it's Swamp Thing is trying to help a little boy uh, through, like, this winter wasteland, almost, that's... He's in... Uh, Swamp Thing is... And this kid are walking through, uh, like, the snow, and they're not, it seems like they're not able to escape. They're just walking and walking, and there's a monster chasing them, and Swamp Thing, for whatever reason, can't remember ever fighting the monster. He has to be told that by the little boy that, you know, there was a monster and, you know, you, you fought him off. And he, I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but this keeps happening throughout the story. At one point, it starts off, too, right after they're walking in the snow, where I like the scene where to start a fire, Swamp Thing, like, takes his hand off. He and burns his hand. And he burns it so that they can stay warm for the evening. Ugh. And the, like I said, the artwork by Jason Fabok is amazing. He's it is beautiful. Yeah, I liked a lot that one. Yeah. He's done, some, like I said, he did work on Detective, and I think he was the main artist on Batman Eternal with, like, Andy Clark. Uh, both those yes. guys, yeah. Both those guys do amazing work, and uh, it looks like Jim Lee kind of, like, it's very detailed, but it doesn't have that, uh, it's not exactly, like, it's definitely its own thing without, like, mm-hmm. it's yeah. not derivative. I, I would say he's definitely, like, a not a Jim Lee clone, yeah. but, like, a successor. Yeah, successor definitely. who can get his shit out on time. Yeah. But yeah, he fight Swamp Thing fights a bear at one point to save the little boy, and anytime he kills in this issue, he's very reluctant to do so. He only wants to kill the bear after trying to just say, like, hey, you know, we just want to get by, and then he fights him, and he says, I'm sorry, I wanted to get you home, but you're going to have to take the long way there, and he kills the bear by this pretty gruesome scene where he puts, like, a... He wolverines it. Yeah, he wolverines right through the head of the bear, the bear dies. And then there's a later scene where they're in the... I guess there's other people trapped in this, this winter as well, that they've run afoul, and they try to uh, he, they shoot Swamp Thing in the head and then try to steal and ki- like steal something from the kid, like his food, but they also... It seems like they're going to kill him as well. Um, and Swamp Thing stops him, the, this this, uh, this guy from killing the kid, and he says, I'm sorry, 
uh, you know, I, I want to return you home, but you're going to take the longer path, so he kills that guy. And Swamp Thing, uh, one thing I did notice until I kept, you know, I, I didn't reread it, but I, I flipped through it a couple times more. Swamp Thing is noticeably getting weaker and weaker, and you don't really notice it until the end where he's almost... Can you go back one page? Sure. So now this is where I started getting confused. Is the little boy dead there? Well, this is... Uh, he's... He's not dead, but this is where you know something's wrong. A miss. Yeah, because, and again, I didn't catch it at first, but this is where he gets stuck in the snow, the little boy. Brian's referring to this page where uh, he he get there's almost like an avalanche on the kid. Yeah. And he he's still alive, but because he's in the snow, he gets gangrene on his foot. That's right, and he cuts the foot off. He cuts the foot off, and then you see later... In, like, but then it's back. His foot's back. That's and right. They're That's talking about this monster that, again, Swamp Thing doesn't remember. Yeah, the kid is just whining and moaning about this monster he's afraid of, and you're like, where's this monster? But this was the part I was talking about. He's noticeably getting weaker, because he mm. almost looks like a skeleton of himself. Mm-hmm. And on this fi- the page next to this uh, scene of like Swamp Thing sprawled out, where he looks like... Uh, he hasn't eaten, or he's. I guess he's not able to get in touch with the greens. So right. That's why he's getting like this. The boy gives this like kind of uh, touching, like it's not a speech, but a, this monologue where he's like, you know, my dad's gone, but you're kind of helping me, like dad, oh, yeah. you can kind of be my. He's touching my dad here. I was touched. And then a few pages later, Swamp, you find out that uh, Swamp Thing figures out what the problem is. Like he looks at his body and he realizes that like he can only if he'd have to be not in touch with the green for almost years to get like this. So he feels that he's been trapped here, they've been walking around, there's no way this kid could live. So he's figured out that this kid is the monster that they've been talking about. He's created this, whatever this is, this winter. They don't go into, like, why or, like... There or was what a, he is, yeah, exactly. some type of... I'm assuming some type of wood spider elf or something, I don't know. And Do I, I thought it was so cool how it... it it kind of follows that five panel per page pattern until you get to that beautiful double page spread where he realizes the truth. There. Yes. Yeah, right here where right, it, he says, I cannot because you, you are the monster. And it's, it's they're it's in like the middle of the Beautiful. Field. Yeah, that's amazing. And that's where they don't show it on panel, but he does, it's definitely, you know, I, it, there's no other conclusion. He does kill the little kid who is not a kid though. He is a little boy. Yeah, he was a pain in the ass. <laughs> and then they, uh, <laughs> The snow clears while he's clutching the, the dying child slash demon, whatever he is, his body. And uh, it kind of it pulls away from there as Swamp Thing walks back into the green. And it, it wraps itself around with a conversation. The, the story had started with, like, a, I guess a Gotham radio show about sports, the Gotham Knights. And it kind of concludes with the, the same talk about that where they're talking about a, a player who was called a monster. And it ends with him saying, uh, uh, and instead we get... Uh, was a monster because the guy, I guess, wasn't. Uh, this player was uh, making excuses as to why he wasn't playing when he should. Okay. I really enjoyed that story. I I, um, I thought it was well written. I love the artwork. Again, the backup the story is just amazing. The backup story God. just kind of is what it is because you know, as much as I don't like Kelly Jones' artwork, we're never going to see what it because it was the first now, issue of like a mini series. Let me ask you: Did either of you? care enough about the backup story to actually read the script because I did not. I didn't read the full script. You know what? Well, I, walk, I looked at the pictures but you know, I did you not. Sh- the, what it would interest you a little bit is that this detective, you know what his name is? Matt Cable. Oh. Which I didn't. I don't remember Matt wasn't a detective, was he? He no, was Abby's he was, he boyfriend was who went abusive, nuts. Yeah. Abusive boyfriend, right? And he was catatonic throughout the That's most right. of the series. But yeah, Solomon Grundy is stealing the, this child and it was an okay story. Again, it had no text because they weren't able to add it but I just, I'm not a fan of Kelly Jones, or we don't mean to keep saying that, but he meets Batman at the end, and it was supposed to be like a Batman-Swamp Thing team-up, which could have been cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll never, that will never see the light of day. I, I hope it, DC does something with Swamp Thing and give him back a series. I really like the character. So yeah. I love the story. You could give it to Tom King. 
Yeah, you could. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, you could Scott Snyder. King. Well, they did that with Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder was on Batman, mm-hmm. and then he sort of, you know, did a different, like, closer story with a more personal story, I guess, mm-hmm. with something. Until it became a big to do with the red and with green the, and everything. And even that was done well with the Rock yeah. World stuff. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. And then Charles Soule took over, and it was still great. He did a fantastic job on that. I almost like that better than Scott Snyder one. Hmm. Yeah, you hear that, Snyder? No, I like Scott <laughs> <laughs> So, my book was, or is, The Mighty Thor, 703, and it's by Jason Aaron still. It must my, be four or five years at this point. It's my favorite and book. Russell Dowderman on art, and Month also in, the cover. Month out. And this cover's great, because it, it, it shows you exactly what's happening, where the Odin son and Odin are going after the Mangog. Mangog is a billion, billion killed, so, uh, what are they called? Uh, murdered souls. Where is um, the, the, one of the Warriors 3? What is he doing in this issue? The War Thor. Is he still the War Thor the was song? taken well, care of in 702. Oh, okay. Did you know yes. I, See, yeah. I'm not reading this. I'm, I'm yeah, reading it seven oh, he didn't fare too well. <laughs> no, he uh, got he got unmoored. Yeah, he's on his. He either they it, it makes it look like he's dead. Yeah, they can. He can so yeah, I mean, no, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He's yeah. he's with Mister Leeds. Yeah, just, he's never yeah. yeah. Yes, because uh, no comic book character ever come back right, from the dead. Right. All right. All right. But lay off me. Essentially, <laughs> they uh, Roz. Uh, Jane's mm-hmm. friend helps convince, and the Odin son help convince her to sort of give up being Thor for a while to try to get better because she's on her last legs with cancer. And the Falcon, who her and his, you know they were a little hot and heavy for a little bit yeah. there. With Jane, she, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, Thor. I don't think yes. you're, yeah, Thor. Thor. Yeah, not so he much. He tries Jane. to um, call. You know, and it goes to voicemail, and he leaves a little, like, forlorn thing. He's like, I'm worried, you know, no, about you, Jane. I hope okay. you're not. You know, so he, you know, it gets revealed eventually. And then Doctor Strange, you, you see Doctor Strange, New Normal, where he's a vet, because Loki is currently the Sorcerer Supreme, which that's also a good book, Doctor Strange, right now. We go, and she's on her last legs here. Everybody's with her, you know, watching, uh, and... She basically cannot take up being Thor or she will die. They, they basically tell her, if you change one more time, if you change into her one more time, it's over. Yeah, There's no coming back. Meanwhile, Mangog destroyed old Asgard and is now going for the crown, the crown jewel Asgardia, you know, where they all fled when mm. Asgard went under. And Heimdall the All-Seeing fought him because he, he got through. And they try to get rid of him, but he can't. He's too, um, what's that called? The Bifrost? Yeah. Bifrost. They try to send him back, but he's too strong. And he it, this art and I this color work, say, I guess oh this is Matt God. Wilson again, right? Yeah, yeah Matt Wilson. It's insane how they do that. I don't, I, you yeah, know. They're, they're, this kind of color work, though, could not have been done like 20 years ago, period. Right. You know, just with how it looks. And then up front, everything, it looks like... Um, it's like a it's like a camera where it's you know blurry up front and then yeah. it focuses in the back and, and you know, know this artwork. To, yeah, I used to get so pissed when Russell would take an issue or two off, but when you when he comes back with three or four issues like why. that, it's totally worth it. Totally worth it. And then here's the the ad of everything that you already either bought or weren't going to buy, <laughs> you know. And then this mm, was where heartbreaking the, uh, yeah. the hammer comes back and the hammer 
with Jane has a different bit of a different relationship than with Thor did. It's almost you know? like to me, with the silver sword. Yeah, it's almost like slightly sentient and is sort of, and is beckoning her. It's extremely needy. Yeah, <laughs> but remember, <laughs> she'll die. Yeah. Um, and then Freya, who's still weak in, in a weakened state, but she demands from Cull. Odin's. This is a he was an long, asshole. Long, long story, but it's so great. <laughs> yeah. Like he he's currently in charge of Asgardia, and he's, he's an asshole. Yes, mm. he's a jerk. <laughs> he's been using the Destroyer as his like personal bodyguard kind mm-hmm. of enforcer, mm-hmm. and she demands to use it, and she is going to town. Awesome. awesome. The only oh, and then they say then we go back and forth, um, and with Jane, they say oh, Jane Foster will die, but she's going to have to make the decision herself. Is she going to go back to Asgardia and save everybody and sacrifice herself? Is she going to selfishly get better and maybe they all lose and die and then Mangog, you know, continues? Could she take the hero's choice, stay as Thor forever? I guess, yeah, but she'll never be Jane again. She would never be able to transform back. So she'll lose a lot of, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then the Mangog just like rips the head off the destroyer. It's (laughs) friggin' awesome. I love this kind of art. You know, it's ridiculous. And Odin himself is like, "Uh uh-oh, because he, Mangog says, you are next. Yeah. You know, he's gonna just destroy and and Odin's son and Odin team up from the, from the front, from the cover. This, we see it the other, from the other side now that, um, from their viewpoint and he, Mangog is going towards them, and he looks. Yeah, they're screwed. <laughs> and it just death says, and then it says, "Now death comes for the gods." And they bolded death, and it's a little. The the last panel to be continued is a close up of Jane in her, in the hospital, doing her chemo. Now, so did the, you see today? They released like five pages of art blah, from. Blah, blah, blah. Oh my I'm god! Not, I, oh I my didn't, god! I want to actually read it. I don't want to. Yeah. Sort of spoil myself with that. Usually, I don't care about spoilers, as you all know. But with this, I want to enjoy it. You know, yeah. And I think it's coming out in like maybe two weeks or something. Yeah, next one. So, Mm. I can wait. Gives me chills. I love that book. Love it. When did this go back to the old numbering? By the way, was that at seven hundred? We're not. I think it was. It it was seven (laughs) hundred. They just decided. All right, (laughs) we're just going to hit seven hundred up right away. We're not going to do what Captain America did and wait. You know. Yeah. All right. Go early. Yeah. Definitely worth it if you're in Thor or if you're just into good tales. Yeah, um, beautiful art. Oh my god! And Matt Wilson, don't take anything away from. That's this. right. Yeah, the colors of Matt Wilson. I just wanted to say quickly before we wrap up that um, I have really been impressed with Black Lightning. We're the full, show. yeah, the show on the sorry the CW network. I think it's Tuesday nights. I wasn't gonna watch it just because I'm starting to get like superhero showed out, and he's not one of my, like my favorite characters. I've been blown away by it. Really, really good show. Yeah, yeah. I actually watched Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, because of right Constantine, yes. Constantine. I, oh, oh. I have yet to catch up on Black Lightning at all, but it's I guess good. it doesn't. It's not like pandering, right? And it's not no, silly. No. It's like a serious show. Absolutely, like, okay. yes. I'll definitely have to check it out. Yeah, okay. yep. Was it like he just the way he was on Constantine? Like, I love Constantine. And you would think Thunder is that totally hot. Show. The show. That's his daughter. Okay. She just became a superhero last week. Okay, I was going to say, let's... The season one. Let's be careful. Her costume is totally accurate And because he was on... The comic book version. He was on Legends of Tomorrow, I watched it. Was it confusing, though, kind of, a little? 
Oh, I didn't give a shit. I was just wearing hair for him. So I, I bought that the first season of Legends of Tomorrow like a while ago, and now that my wife and I are watching uh, yeah, um, Doctor like, Who, like Rory is freaking Rip Hunter, so she's like, we well, need like, to watch that. That's right. Yeah, there's like, what, two of them that are still from there? Oh, no, there was four of them from the original. Oh, that are still hanging on you Yeah, yeah Sarah... And Heat wave. Captain Cold. Sarah Heatwave. He's gone, right? Yeah, Captain Cold. Well, he's he was back, but it's an alternate universe version. It's a long story. Yeah, and then Heatwave was there, and then Rory, Rip Hunter's still no. there, right? No, no. really? No. no. Um. Oh God, Brandon. Oh, Ruth. Ruth. Adam. Oh, yeah. the Adam. Adam. Yeah. Ray Palmer. Yes. Yeah, Rip is missing right now. He he left them to create a new Time Institute, and now he's missing from the Time Institute. So nobody knows where the hell he is. Jeez. Is he English in the show, or is he? Okay? He's English. Oh yes, he's. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, he sounds I, like himself. Yes. I just looked up like um, Thunder from Black Lightning, and now my phone is like uh, Brian's. Uh -huh, Brian's there you laptop. go. Virus, virus, warning. <laughs> oh my! Well, don't do Black China then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we wrap it up for another week? Sure. Don't forget to. Follow us on Twitter. We're at UniversePod. You can like us on Facebook. We're the pod at the end of the universe. Send any of your emails, positive, negative, or neutral, to theuniversepod at gmail.com. I'm Corn Operated Chris. I'm Go for Gibby. I'm the Silver Fox. I am Strike Master Ellis. Oh, he's sure now. Now he's sure. <laughs> now he's sure. Now he's sure. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good week. Toodles. Thank you.